Hey everyone, it's your friendly neighborhood Deadly Diva, aka Chakra Khan, aka Gundam Wing Liner, aka Misty Knight Rider, aka Full Metal Smacker Chick, and welcome to Outlaw Bars, where we talk about everything that's great and not so great in the world of anime. And as always, I have with me. Hey friends, it's Shopei, um, Alucard's baby mom, but like the fate apocryphal one, like Vlad, that one. Hey everyone, it's Tim, also known as I'm currently on the sick and shedding list because I'm dealing with a cold, but <laughs> you, already, you, you already know who I belong to. Excuse me if I sound a little husky brusky today. Oh my goodness. It's sensual, you know what, sexy. But you know what I you know what I realized? We all have our own Alucards now. We do. Everybody has their own now. I Vampire mean I, I'm still claiming everyone, but I will let you have those. Aww. Really? Is what we're gonna do? Yes. Okay. Very okay. gracious of you, thank you. You're welcome. How kind of you, how kind of you. Alrighty, so um Um before we get started. Um, we just want to um, give you guys a bit of an update on why things have been kind of helter-skelter, kind of, you know, timey-wobbly, wibbly-wobbly, and all the other stuff. Um, your favorite deadly diva is a bit unwell. And by a bit unwell, I mean she has cancer. Um, so um, there will be times when I will be unavailable to you guys, when I won't be on podcasts. Um, but we are fighting the good fight and, um, everything is going to be okay. Um, as always, the policy is talk shit, get hit. So if you have anything other than positive thoughts and good prayers for me, I'm going to strongly suggest that you keep them to yourself because, um, don't let the painkillers fool you. I will find you and it's not going to be pretty. It's going to be nothing but a misunderstanding. And I'm going to blame it on the meds. You sound like, what's his name from Taken? William <laughs> Neeson? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I will find you. I will kill you. That's what that sounded like. Listen, I'm I'm just telling you. I'm like, your mouth may get you long before the cancer gets me is all I'm saying. Just be mindful. And you already know we are a family here at Outlaw Bars. So... If Diva is mad, I'm probably going to tell you to suck a dick from the back. I'm just... That's no probably, friends. That is absolutely what is going to happen to you. Okay? Just be aware. You've been warned! Right. You have been warned. Okay, so now back to the happy fun stuff. (laughs) Alrighty. um, So I am going to let um, one of the ladies take the lead on this one. Only because a diva is a little bit behind on Fate Apocrypha. Uh, okay, so where did we leave off last time? Was like was it eighteen? Was it eight? No, it was thirteen to sixteen. Oh, okay. So I'm way ahead of the game. So um, <laughs> we watched episodes thirteen to sixteen a couple weeks ago. Shout out to those of you who joined us for that Outlaw Views. Um, and so you already know when we last finished, um, that first half of Fate Apocrypha, um, it was Blood versus Crips, but now it's like the United Nations, um, to bring down the Resident Evil. So we just wanted to kind of recap really quickly what's been going on, conspiracy theories. Why does Jack the Ripper still have no fucking panties? 
What? Wait a minute, she still don't have no panties. No, what is going on here? The baby still has no panties and um, got to see some folks do some new things with their powers and gifts. So, Shopei, do you want to you wanna start us off? Yes. So I'll go ahead and give a recap for anyone who has not seen it thus far. So like Tam said, if you've been watching Theta Prokopa to this uh, point, you know we have the red team and we have the black team, right? Bloods versus Crips. Um, and for whatever reason, they hit us with a plot twist very early. So you have like the white haired master um, whose name is escaping me, but uh, we know that white hair is bad. Oh, the priest. Right? We know. The priest. Yeah, the priest. Shady priest. Yes. Man, gotcha. Okay. Yes. So a bit, basically he's been biding his time just like the guy who turned into a vampire. Like for 60 years, they've been like circling each other um, and he has stolen all of the masters on his team put them in a room together, drugged them, and forced them to give away their command seals. So now all of the servants basically belong to him. And you have these people, like these servants, uh, you have the golem servant, um, the guy who does the golems, you have the archer, and you also have Achilles. Those are the three that I can remember off top. And basically he's like, you can either join my team or you can die because the giant poison lady is going to like fuck their shit up and you go from opposite teams to these people now deciding that they can't let this like this power necessarily be concentrated so uh our boo mordred escapes right uh that weird lady with the breasts the weird one who i was gonna say i feel like everyone has breasts all the ladies have breasts the 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 real one that likes to the one that likes to to sexually molest um yes Yes. Yeah. yeah Her, we, got, um, we got that. We got that bitch out of here. Thank God. <laughs> That's why we fuck with Mordred. Like, I know that there are people who are listening who think that Mordred is a bitch, and I want you to go ahead and shut the fuck up. All right. It's the Mordred hive up in here. So, like, you have that weird lady. She's abusing Astolfo, basically trying to force Astolfo to kill C because I think she thinks that, like, C and Astolfo, like, love each other, and she hates the fact that Astolfo's aff- affections belong elsewhere. Um, or they're being directed elsewhere. So she tries to use her command seals to force Astolfo to kill Seek. Shout out to my bitch Mordor. She shows up and literally cuts that hoe's head off. Thank God. Um, so I'm cheering. See, I need to catch up. Jesus. Oh, oh no, it's she awesome. She goes to the hospital. I miss all types of shit. Oh, oh. it's been real spicy, sis. Yeah. I'm going like, to catch up tonight. <laughs> she, she just straight decapitates that hoe and Astolfo starts to float away. And Sieg creates a new contract with Astolfo, making Astolfo his servant. So it's really cute. You go from Sieg just being a homunculi to now being a master to now having Astolfo as his servant. Um, but essentially what happens is the, uh, oh, Avisebron, that is the master with the golems. He sells out his own actual master. He says he's going to join uh, yes. the priest's team, but his master is a child. So his master runs up to him and is like, you know, he's so excited. He can't wait to build these golems. And he turns his his child master, who I can't be older than like, what, eight years old or some shit, and makes him the core for his own noble phantasm, which is this giant golem that's supposed to like bring peace on earth. And it's just like one mind fuck after the other. 
like first like you stole all the command seals and now you're using like we have someone like you're doing double cross like in some sort of nollywood movie and you're using a child as like the core of this thing so they all come together to kind of like defeat him uh but it's just it's not side enough note, there's just like more side note that battle scene was everything like that it was so good that, that fight like i i think i've said this every time we talk about fate apocrypha but one thing that this series i mean the writing is really good but the action scenes and the fight scenes are phenomenal like they're so good and so well done and the fights because the thing with um how do you say his name? Avisebron? Avisebron? Avisebron. Avisebron. His ultimate golem is like he calls him Adam and he says that he's going to create like Eden. So every time he <clears throat> he walks, flowers and trees like spring up and ult- essentially like if he if everything around him becomes like this this Eden, he's undefeatable because, you know, they could cut like the with the golems, they can cut him apart but they regenerate. He's able to regenerate himself. So the fact that, you know, just seeing um, these different servants working together to bring him down, there's just, it's, it's just really good. Like, so if you, if, if you don't really want like, cause I know a couple of people are not into the Fate Stay series, but like the action scenes alone are one of the reasons that I stand for it so much. And Fate, and what I appreciate is that they keep getting progressively better. Like, yes. what we're talking about, there is still a better, like, fight scene that happens still within this four-episode arc that we are discussing right now. So, like, you have that first one. They're able to defeat the Golem. Mordred is able to get a command spell in, in exchange for, you know, agreeing to help um, in this matter. And then you have um, you have the, the master who's in the wheelchair, the girl uh oh the sister yeah the sister um so you keep moving forward in the story you and then you get to the end where jack the ripper and i say in the story we're like on the fourth episode episode 16 her her name is fiore by the way fiore thank you you're welcome um so jack the ripper basically is like like is killing all of these magicians all these mages and nobody knows why you just think that she is you know crazy um she's a mass murderer she's trying to steal these magicians to get their magical energy and shit and it turns out she's torturing them to gather information because they're trying to figure out how to storm the castle and get access to fiore so she you know her her part of her phantasm is she like covers everything in uh like a fog that disorients the person and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like a poisonous gas. Yes. That makes you confused to the point where not only are you disoriented, you also forget what Jack the Ripper looks like. Because somebody asks Fiore what Jack looked like and like she can't answer. And it's not because she's like a moron or she's not like a tactician or whatever. Um, so Jack shows up. Thankfully, Fiore is able to escape, but not before. Like she uses like her dr octopus apparatus and shit almost ends up dying until sieg shows up so even that particular fight scene because when you're looking you have like the hidden part with like the fog and shit so it provides like this kind of contrast is dope as fuck jack is still butt naked i don't know how she can fight and do anything in what appears to be a string 
panty set or whatever like i like i can't even clean my house in something like that right. so i don't know how she's able to fight in this kind of getup. but more power to you sis all right she's already ahead of sun's out buns out she's ahead of schedule but she's a little uh, girl I don't like that is also that. very weird like I want because her to put panties on her it's master is like hard. a mom like she's tiny she just needs to put she's... on some like if she had some poom poom shorts i would be fine with it but just she's exactly she's just out here just in like her 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 pity and floss <laughs> right and floss. it just makes me really uncomfortable so uncomfy it's just strange like you like it even the because when jack talks she talks like a child right, right. but obviously her appearance is not that of a child and none of her behavior is also that of a child. Like, she says that she's basically just trying to kill Fiore to get her out of the way. And poor dumb C. It's like he doesn't know that he's, like, in a war. Because at some point he's running through the streets and he sees a woman face down. And he assumes that because of the fog that she is injured, right? Like all the other people. But it turns out that it's Jack's master. Um and God bless Mordred again. Mordred comes through and, you know, fucks her shit up and kills her. And Jack comes to, like, come and save her. But I'm like, I wish... I wish that they had, like, more, like that he had more understanding. Because he is trying to balance being, like, a good person and being, like, a master. But also, like, war is dangerous. You gotta, like, keep your eyes more open, bro. Like, I knew he was going to get got as soon as he, like, just started willy-nilly picking people up. Um, but that was, I believe, the last episode we all saw as a family. Yeah. I haven't gone further. I've been watching um, other anime. But just, I know we talk about the Fate series all the time, guys. It is not, like, overstatement. Like, we're not just, like, weird Fate Stay hype beasts or whatever. Um, it is really well done. And the fight scenes alone are, like, bomb as fuck. Like, in four episodes, you get two super badass fight scenes three if you count like people choosing sides in the very first like 15 minutes of episode 13 right. um where niggas are like so you killed all the masters and then the priest is like um i mean define killed they're still technically safe. i mean they're still with us however right. comma uh, <laughs> and then like this this goes on this whole diatribe about like why he's been doing this and you're like well bro you are crazy. <laughs> like, right. Nobody, nobody asked you all of that. We asked right, you if masters like, were alive. Are they still? Are they here or not? And he was like, I mean, at the end of the day, does it really matter? <laughs> <laughs> not so much. And I'm, I guess my whole thing is because I haven't, um, I too haven't like watched ahead because I, I'm also, I was also watching other animes, but um, I am trying to figure out like what is the end game right like what what is the oh he said what his huh? he said what his wishes no i know what his wish is but i'm just talking about like how like okay so he dies like say we get him out the way and then it's back to being a battle royale after like we just were friend like we were kind of friends i don't know like it's just like what is what is the end game guys like i just you know some shows you can kind of figure out how this is going to end or like what's going to happen. And I genuinely don't know how this shit is going to play out. And I'm the type of person, like I will look up spoilers on the internet and I have not looked up any spoilers for this. So I actually have no clue how this is going to end. I also don't know why William Shakespeare is still with us. Why? Okay. Let's talk about why? it. 
He is the worst. He's like, he's he's just, he's the Joanne scammer. He just is a messy bitch who lives for drama. He loves robbery and fraud. He can't fight. At one point, he like literally is running away saying that his job is to be like the, the secretary, the person who keeps note of everything, but he's actually not trying to fight. I hate him. Like, why are you still, why are you still with us, fam? Get the fuck out of here. Like, I want to know like how he is here, but like, like, even though I didn't like VC Braun, like he's a stronger contender than Shakespeare. Listen, so like, how the he, fuck well, is he Sh- dead? Shakespeare, Shakespeare's here, but Fran is gone. Okay, let's talk about it. Okay, no, our no, bitch mm, Fran. No, we, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> is that triggering? Mm-mm. Is that triggering? Listen, we know, we all know. I loved me some Fran. She was amazing. She was a she was a really good character for someone who had like no like verbal communication at all like they really put a lot into her um but yeah she's a lot she's dead and fucking shakespeare is alive there is no justice not even in anime guys there isn't i also wish i had said this during the live tweet i wish that this had come out when we had done our um anime characters like with disabilities because fiore is a really good character to talk about um because even though she uses a wheelchair, you know, people don't, I, you know, people don't look at her any differently, but I also think that she tries to overcompensate a little bit because that during, there are some times where you can tell that she, you know, she stepped up to be the leader, right? Because big uncle is gone. Cause he, right. you know, he, he was crazy. Um, but she stepped up to be the leader, but I also feel like she, you know, she's tired. She's also really young, you know, like, let's remember, like, this is a teenage girl, even though, you know, anime be putting the youth through it, like anime loves to put the youth through it, but she um, spreads herself thin. Um, and at one point, Lancer's like, are you good? You know what I mean? Like, are you, are, is everything okay? Um, and has to she have, a, lies. right. And has yes. to have, and has to have that side conversation with her brother. Like, fam, I don't, your sister, you might have to, I know you think your sister got this, but you actually might have to step up some more. Um, and I wonder if it is because, you know, she has a disability and she um, feels like she has to overcompensate a little bit for that even though she's like basically a genius because i think all of her fighting um her fighting i guess machines um or i guess i want to call them add-ons you know what i mean like i just feel like like she got a little booster pack with shit and she like pressed the button and she just fight with her shit um but she creates all of them like she's she's a, like an engineering genius but i also am like concerned about her overextending her like, overextending herself which is also a problem for women women stop overextending True. yourself and don't ask and not asking for help looking at certain people that can't see me but yeah ask for help closed mouths don't get fed that's all i'm saying knowledge dart on you hoes i will say that it's probably a combination of that and maybe just her personality right because they do a flashback where they talk about how like in magical families, they raise dogs for something, but they didn't say what it was for. And then the dog ended up dying and she felt like this really visceral, emotional reaction to not being able to save her dog. So I think she may just be a very like sensitive individual, not in a way that it, it, it 
turns into weakness. Absolutely not. Right. But some people like are just sensitive thugs like myself. So maybe that's just her thing. And can you imagine like going into this fight? You've been trained for this your whole life. The person you thought you could trust decides that he is going to do a body meld with a fucking vampire because that is how obsessed he is with winning. And now you are the defunct head of this. And you're like you said, you're still young and she's brilliant, clearly, but it's it would be a lot of pressure whether she was in a wheelchair or not. Um, And they talk about it. She like. Thankfully, Fran is dead, like Fran, I say thankfully, thankfully, Fran is gone. But if Fran was not gone, like the battle royale, she would end up fighting against her brother. Like, do, do you think that she has it in her to do that? Even her brother said that she does, but he didn't believe the words that were coming out of his mouth. Right. Like, he didn't trust that part. Um, But they do, like, they do that representation, I think, very well. Like, it's never, like, a pitying thing. Right. The only thing that was not, um, that I didn't, what's the word, that seemed out of the ordinary is she's, like, this tech genius, but when they were calling her, it's like she didn't know how to answer the phone. Like, do you, right? Do you she never that? had a cell. Yeah, she like never had a cell phone before, and it was like very weird to me. It was like, uh, how have you? Why did they give you a cell phone if you've never had a cell phone before? And also, why have you never had a cell phone before? Right, and they just left her alone. Like, I I feel like they kind of set her up. Mm-hmm. And I guess you think she's in the castle; she'll be fine. But the only people she has to guard her are homunculi. And no shade to them, they're not necessarily mages. It's not like they're trained in, like, advanced weaponry or whatever. And as we saw, all it took was a little magical fog and all those niggas was out. So, (laughs) easy peasy lemon squeezy. Um, But I'm really, I'm with Tam to see how it's going to play out. I love the fact that there is no way to know how this is going to go. Like, is it going to be brother against brother? Like, we already had to see Achilles versus Archer which was beautiful. Um, yeah, it was like the master versus the student and not like master in the sense of like master servant, but literally these guys go back. Like this was his, this was his student. This was his prodigy. So it was like senpai versus the versus the student and like this dialogue they had. And it was almost like, I don't really want to fight you, bro, but I, you know, this is who called me. And so we gonna have to box. It was really, it was really interesting was like it is they put a lot of different elements in here that i respect a lot and that i appreciate um because it keeps things interesting like you got a little bit of like you have a lot of intrigue you have hella fights you have really good character development um because i still love astolfo i feel like if any of these characters would be me it would probably be astolfo um so it's I'm excited for like the next set. So of course we're going to watch it the next time we have Outlaw Views. But like if you are not watching, you need to catch up, friends. Okay, you need to get caught up. Even with this review, I don't even feel like there are any spoilers. You will still thoroughly enjoy it after hearing us discuss it. Yes, and you know, definitely tune in for the next set of Outlaw Bars. Or Outlaw Views. Yeah. That thing that we do. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) High off cough medicine. Okay, cool beans. Alrighty. So we will now um, move on to something we haven't done in a minute. 
because I don't know if y'all love us anymore or if y'all they don't email address. These hoes are not loyal. I'm saying, you know, it's outlawbars at fanbros.com or, you know, you can DM us at, you know, outlawbarspod. Outlawbars at fanbros.com. That's the email. Outlawbarspod is the Twitter uh, where you can, you know, send us stuff. And um, no one has sent us. Notice me senpai questions in a while and it's hurtful. Do you think we're dead? Jesus Lord. Like we all have. I'm saying. Like we all have individual Twitters. Like, you know, we're alive. You can send us stuff. Like, I know we've been gone for a minute, but we're back with the jump off. Life has been lifing as we explained at the beginning. Don't play games. Send us your damn questions. Thank you so much. I love you. There you go. Alrighty. So um, this one actually comes from um, longtime friends of the show, Mr. T. Steph, who we love because his questions are always like the bestest. Is is Mr. T. Steph the one that sends us really stressful questions? Yes. Okay. This one right here. This okay. is him. His his questions are always really thoughtful. Yes. Um, and he always like answers his question inside the question he's like well here's my answer so let me know yours <laughs> and that's dope because at least it gives like a jump off sometimes you're like wait a minute i haven't thought about this one. right and like okay gotcha 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 all right so um so mr t stuff we we do love you dearly as we love all of our listeners but today is mr t stuff's turn because he was the one who sent in this question all right it's been a while since i have written in but i'm still an avid listener here's the notice me senpai question now that award season is over if if you were to have an outlaw awards, what would be the categories and who would win? Here's an example. The Trick You Tried It Award for Excellence and Foolishness. And the nominees seem to be Reiner from Attack on Titan when he was discussing the aftermath of his battle with Aaron and forgot that he was a warrior and not a soldier. <laughs> Kubo, for, Kubo for making Orihime end up with Ichigo and Bleach. Netflix for giving us the Death Note live action. Shout out to you for, like, giving the whole, like, the whole institution of Netflix. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Really. Oh, God. Um, Every Dragon Ball Z fan ever. True. So, true. Was it? So, um, for Mr. T. Steph, Reiner gets it for me, for me, for Aaron and Bertolt's faces alone. Speaking of which, here are a few more categories for your consideration. The show pay... Fix your face because I don't care award. <laughs> Akira is trash and we can fight about it. Pull up. Yes. I put that in there. That was me. That was oh, sorry. me. Although those oh, are sorry. my so, words. Chopay wrote, sorry. Akira Chopay is wrote, in fact Akira trash, trash and we can fight about it. Do pull up. Okay. Okay. The Tam How Dark is Too Dark Award. Oh, okay. With. Okay, there are words here, so I don't know if these are, are these your those, words, no, Tam? Those are They're my words. words. <laughs> okay, so it's a uh, Berserk wins that, probably. No, no, it's not, actually. Um, oh. No, Berserk, you know what? Honestly, aside, because you, you all know, after we watched the the movies, I, w- I did watch the series. Aside mm-hmm. from that last arc, it really wasn't so bad. I think um, something darker that I feel like I've watched was... Um, Dead Man's Wonderland was pretty fucked up. Uh, Berserk is up there. Um, in terms, because like the thing with, so the, here's the thing with Berserk. It, the, it was, it wasn't, the darkness was like that final thing that they did to our girl, right? Because if you, yeah, like, if, right, like if you took that out, eh, would it really be that dark? 
No. No, not really. No, you know what I mean? Um, so Dead Man's Wonderland is definitely up there. Um, I'm trying to think of something recently that I watched that was... Um, I want to say Inuashiki was pretty dark because Mans was up in just killing people just to killing people, and including children. Okay, he just decided that he was going to walk up in someone's house because he felt like it and turned into a serial killer that way. So that was pretty dark to me. So it would probably be a tie between um, Dead Man's Wonderland and Inuashiki, because like like I said, if you remove that one scene with Casca, it really wasn't that bad. And then there is the Deadly Diva. You must be a tall drink of water because my thirst has been quenched award. First of all, that is a misnomer because I don't know if that's even possible. Um, but I think for this season, it would have to be um, Castlevania's Alucard. Agreed. Yeah, True. that would have to, that would have to be um, the Bay of the Year or the Bay of last year, twenty seventeen year. Bay with the Bay. So, yes. So it would have to be that. Um, so um, do we have any other categories? I see some here. I don't have any um, only because life be life in and I'm just here right now. What are the other so, categories? What was it? We we're supposed to make some up. Oh. Chopin has some oh. and I'm tired of her being the damn overachiever right now. Okay. Wait. That? All right. Let me think. Most annoying, uh-huh. most whiny bitch award. Because they do. Oh, some- you. Yeah, because you know who my vote is gonna be. Who? Madoka. Akko from from Little Witch Academia. Oh yeah, because wow, she got on my nerves, and then her runner up is Homegirl from Madoka Magica. That was a whiny ass bitch. Ooh yeah. Oh the one the one who like Sailor Moon did at the end and like became like one with the moon and the stars <laughs> yes, and bullshit. Yes. Yo fuck her. <laughs> Y'all are so mean. She was really annoying. Okay. <laughs> She was. She was annoying like the whole way through. Yeah, she really was. I'm so. Was it the black hair girl? That was Homura, right? Yes. Yeah, Homura. I liked her. I mean, she was in yeah, love she with des- somebody she, who she was des- an she idiot. She deserved better than that flaw ass friend that she kept going back in time for. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, that was I not a friend. She sorry. was in love with that girl. Oh no, that was not friendship. Care. Listen, whatever you want to call it, she deserved better than that hoe. Yeah, That's true. all I'm saying. Madoka was doing the most with the least. And up until the end, you're just like, all right, girl, just go into the nether world. Just go be with the stars and the ethereal stuff. Just get out of here. Just, just go. Um, just I'm trying go. to think of another category. Um, we did, like, who is Babe with the Bay? We did whiny ass bitch. Um... I have one. Okay. Your favorite hellscapes. Uh, I went with Attack on Titan, obviously. Psychopaths, Sword Art Online, and Berserk. Uh, but you can add to okay, that category. You know okay. You know what? Sword Art Online shouldn't even be in this bitch. You know why? Because after y'all escaped the right. first goddamn time, ta- why go no back in? more Sword Art Online. Stop like I said, you're... F- your favorite hellscapes, because to me, a hellscape is where you somehow are able to survive, but you're stupid enough to go back. That sounds like hell to me. Um, I think mine would be definitely Attack on Titan, because Jesus Lord. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> Jesus yeah, Lord. Okay, so um, I showed it to Tam. There was a shirt that was like, um, I'm training so that I could fight my my friends who are like pretending like my treacherous friends who are like pretending to be titans like hiding in plain sight or some shit like that like 
when I saw the shirt, y'all, I screamed, okay? And I was like, do I want to wear a shirt that basically broadcasts my deepest, darkest fear? I don't know if I want to manifest that, but I did buy it because I can't help myself. I think um, another, another again, because I know you, Diva, did you see Dead Man's Wonderland? You know, I think it's on the list, and I may have, like, seen one episode and then got distracted by something shiny and then didn't go okay. back. Okay, well... <laughs> I mean, I know Chopin's not going to watch it, but that nope. is, yeah, that's definitely one. Yeah, no, like, no, that's not. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to give you a hellscape, even though it's not an anime yet. And I think I heard rumblings that they're probably going to do it. But promised um, Neverland. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let me tell you why this is your favorite hellscape. Yes. Because it does not appear to be one. Yes. It is children who are in an orphanage setting with a kindly woman who's, you know, educating them and feeding them and they have plenty of room to run and, loving and on play them and, everyone calls and their grow. Mom. They're, they're well fed. They're well kept. Everybody's happy and being fed to motherfucking demons. That your mother, is a hellscape. Yeah, your mom is selling you to demons. Your mom is selling you off to demons. And the smarter, and when, wait, the smarter you are, the more tasty you are. Okay. Exactly, because they want your brain. They want your brain. They don't want the dummies. The dummies are there forever. The dummies are there forever. But those smart ones, whoo, Lord. Mm-mm. They catch a pretty price. Yes, they do. So that's my favorite hellscape. And I'm hoping, like, with all, with, like, my fingers crossed, because I read somewhere, and I don't know whether I read it on, like, a spec site or something, that they were considering making this into an anime. Maybe someone can, like, fill me in, like I said. Your favorite diva has been on the finest of drugs, so I don't know what I read and what I didn't read. But I'm hoping I read that and that's actually true because I will be there from the first episode to the last one, bitching and moaning and screaming and everything else with these children. Yeah, it was like the one manga that diva recommended to me and I was like, oh, I mean, I guess so. And then I was like, wait, this shit is fire. Now, did mm-hmm. did I finish it? No, I just went through where, where it was free. Um, but I was, <laughs> listen, I'm true. I'm true to who I am. But I was like, yes, if they make this a show, tag me in. Exactly. Oh, wait a minute. I like, hold on. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I like this one. How are you not dead yet? And the candidates are Naruto, Aaron, Tatsumi, and Light in the live action and death William note. fucking Shakespeare. Why is he still alive? Why are you still with us? Good Lord. <laughs> we can do the... We could do the homies that we wish could come back award because that oh, could go on yeah. forever. Like we RIP there's, there's to our face. There aren't enough hours in the day to go through folks that died who should still be alive. I'm sorry. Because it's always one of these bitch ass people up on this line that we just said. True. They're the reason why they're dead. True. I feel like that's a it's good. Be mad all over again. Those are some good categories. Um, yeah. This is a very fun. good question. It, it made me a... laugh when I read it. Yes. And it was a really fun one. Thank you. This is why we love Mr. T stuff. Alrighty. So, people, now it is time for Anime News! (laughs) Alrighty. So, we have some big news for you outlaws. In case you've been hiding under some type of rock, your favorite anime ladies will be at Universal Fan Con in April. So, yes. So what is Universal Fan Con? Glad you asked. We'll tell you. Universal Fan Con is the first large-scale, 
24-hour inclusive event that celebrates the diversity of fandom and the diversity of fans. With this broad range of attendees, celebs, and unique experiences, and its engaging interactive festival atmosphere, FanCon is the place for everyone who is a part of the true fan universe. Now, this is going to be taking place from April 27th to the 29th of this year, which means at the end of April, people, get your tickets because there's only a few of them left. Don't say we didn't warn you. Don't say we didn't warn you. It is in Baltimore, Maryland. So get your hotel, get your transportation in place. I don't want to hear that you missed it because, you know, you couldn't grab an Amtrak, you couldn't find a rental car, whatever the case may Get your stuff together. We are telling you now. It's going to be really good. It's going to be awesome. Like, when I tell you the, the lineup of guests that they have, dude, Steve Bloom will be there. Steve Bloom, like the voice of Spike Spiegel from fucking Cowboy Bebop, will be there. So come on now. Yeah, come it's going to be really fire. I'm really excited to participate. And not only will we be there, we will have a panel. Exactly. We will have so a your panel, so you get to interact, interact with us live in the flesh. Exactly. So we're having a panel called Violence Against Women in Anime um, as a trope. And there'll be. Uh, da, 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 da. It's going to be our first panel. So if you are at FanCon, which you should be because we've told you now to be there, come on by and support. You can actually, there, there are tickets on Groupon? Yes. Yes, really? there Groupon. are. Even like this, like Groupon. the I was the like, gold. there are tickets on Groupon so you can save a little money. If you go to the Universal FanCon website and use the code FANBROS, you can save money that way too. Um, just a heads up, our panel is on uh, Saturday, April 28th. At 11 a.m., you need to hop on the website, find out what room we're in, but you definitely need to come on through and join the panel. Come say hi. Don't be a weirdo. Please. Don't don't be a weirdo. <laughs> Please, because I'll probably look at you crazy. There's saying, no probably with that one. Yeah. we want. It's going to be a good old time. Don't be that person. All right, so that is all that we have today in the way of anime news. All righty, and this is something that I haven't heard in a very long time, but it is time for us to visit the Couples Corner, where our recommendation couple show pace tells us what we should be watching. Hey, what's up, nerds? Uh, long time no see. So I know we've mentioned before that Amazon is not playing around with Chuho's as far as anime goes. Like, they're really keeping their foot on your necks as it were. <clears throat> so this new anime that I found, I put Tam onto it and I know for a fact she thought I was bullshitting until she started watching it. And now she's like hooked. So it's called The Vatican Miracle Examiners. Now I know what you're thinking. Chopay, why the fuck do I want to watch an anime about the church? Please just stay with me. It is about a pair of priests who work for the Vatican who go around exploring uh, supposed miracles. So in the first couple of episodes, you have someone, <laughs> you have a, you have like a church that is claiming two things. There's a student that apparently has stigmata and then there's a virgin birth. Now the stigmata would have been enough for me to be like question mark, question mark, question mark. Add the virgin birth and you're just like, what the fuck? I want you to understand that when you watch this, that whatever you think is going to happen, that's not what it is. It was like, so many plot twists, guys. 
it like I swear to you it does not matter what you think is going to happen it's not that okay you're gonna go through four episodes and then you are just gonna be shook the whole time when they like there's a plot twist every single fucking episode okay and then when you get to like the final final plot twist of the arc you're just gonna be clutching your own chest because that's what I fucking did and after that, it's just like, all right, new adventure, bitch. We're going to go try and solve a new, you know, see a new miracle or whatever. So essentially the whole point is you have like this kind of like young prodigy priest and then you have like an, another older priest and they're examining these various miracles and they have someone called Lauren who is like some sort of sociopath who used his smarts to steal a bunch of money and now the Vatican is holding him prisoner uh, and the young one and this guy, Lauren, have a relationship as far as he's trying to convince him to still believe in God. And he's the, the the sociopath, Lauren, is like, there is no God. You know, you're just wasting your time. All of these things that you have, they're just feelings or just emotions. I could give you a pill to make you feel the same way. There are a lot of moving parts in this anime and it is dark, but not dark like nightmare dark. Like, I legit watched some of these episodes, like, right before bed and didn't have any problem. And you guys know that I am soft like a baby. <clears throat> um, but it's dark in the way that it is shot. Uh, if you saw 91 Days, it is shot very similarly. Like, that's how the coloring uh, looks. And it's just, like, really refreshing and different. Don't be put off by the reviews, because I almost did not start watching it because I usually don't like to watch anime that's rated less than seven stars. And I think this is like six and a half stars or some shit like that on Amazon. But it is really, really good. Um, and I want you to give it a try. So Vatican Miracle Examiners. I tweeted about it on the timeline, but I didn't want to tell you guys what it was called because I wanted to talk about it on the show. Um, but yeah, it's on Amazon. I think they're like 13 episodes or something like that. And it's just like really well done and very different. Um, you're not going to get a lot of fight scenes. So it's not like a fantasy anime. But you are going to get some intrigue. Niggas' asses are going to get whooped, though. So don't worry about that. Uh, but yeah, I think it's like pretty dope. I think you will enjoy it. I feel like I told Diva about it, too. Did I? I don't know. Yes, you, yes, you did. You told me about it. Yeah. Like, I was... And it, it's, it's on my list. You know, shit be happening. Yeah, I, I was pressed as fuck. I wanted to refresh everyone's memories on some animes that you should be watching, okay? Um, I think I've mentioned these on the show before, but, you know, it's been a minute, so maybe you forgot. So I'm going to just refresh your memory. Um, on Crunchyroll, Darling in the Franks is really good. And, you know... Oh, I love that show. Okay, like, it, the writing... So let me just say this. It is problematic, okay? In that I don't like the way that the the Franks, which are the Mecca, are set up because it's kind of like it's a little simulated sex and they're they're teenagers, but whatever. But the writing is really good. Like the writing is really, really good. The fight scenes are really, really good. Actually, Kim Kardashian watches Darling in the Franks, which I was really I was like, Skirt Skirt, what you know about this? And I was actually mad that like Kim K knows about Darling in the Franks, but not enough of you nerds are watching it. So please watch Darling in the Franks. <laughs> um, on Amazon, I just finished, uh, today I just finished Kokuko, I think that's the name of it. 
um, which was really good. It's not scary. It, I think it starts off a little dark, but it actually is not as scary as I thought it would be. Um, like, I think Chopin could watch it and be fine. That's like my precedent for things like, yeah, Chopin could watch this and like be fine. Um, also, Killing Bites on Amazon. If you liked Junie Tyson, you would probably like this as well. It's another kind of battle royale um, type of anime. Instead of dealing with the Zodiac, we are dealing with people who have animal DNA inside of them that have been like experimented on so they can morph into kind of a humanoid animal kind of version. So you have someone that can morph into a cheetah, a rhino, lion, tiger, bears, oh my, all that kind of stuff. But the fighting is really good. Um, I think it should be finishing up next week because I think today I watched the 11th episodes so it'll probably be done by next week so you can binge watch that and yeah so don't say that we didn't give you anything i just wanted to remind you guys that there there's still some hot fire you should be watching and recreators if you still haven't watched recreators please get get information and i've had to put recreators to the <laughs> side because i was really sad about a character i liked that died but it's about to come back um since especially since like tam just said so <laughs> those are my oh, those right. are our recommendations for anime and of course when you guys watch stuff and you like it you should tell us because that at least we know we're on the right track <coughs> but if you're going to be fucking rude go ahead and shove that in your butt but if you have like compliments then please do tell us oh my goodness well i believe that that is the, that is it for this episode of Outlaw Bars. Um, as always, you can hit us up at Outlaw Bars Pod on Twitter. Uh, we will be letting you know when our next Outlaw View section will be, so stay tuned. Um, if you want to chit chat with me um, about what I'm watching or what I'm supposed to be watching. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, that cue is so long. Um, you can hit me up at Deadly Diva and ladies, let the fine people know where they can find you. Hey, you guys. You know, you can find me on Twitter at Simply Chopay. Say hello. Let's talk about some new shit that we can watch. Hey, everyone. You can find me on Twitter at Bruja Bantan. Um, I'm still open to uh, Dark Anime Rex because I'm kind of wrapping up everything that's in my queue right now. So if you have any fun stuff for me to watch, let me know. Crisco Kid, I'm looking at you because you always hold me down. So holla at you, girl. Oh lord. Alrighty, so that is the end. Oh lord, that is it. Ooh. And we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.